is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, no. So travel's the name of the game, huh? That's uh, that's what's Ooh, on everybody's yeah, mind so this time of year. It's good. Maybe just ours. Man, you gotta love traveling. I'm away right now as you hear my voice as this episode is released. I'm in sunny Los Angeles, right below Mr. Landers here. Yeah. But uh, he's planning his own little getaway. Uh, yeah, in a good ways away from here. I got some birthday plans coming up. I I don't know. I my birthday oh, always yeah. seems to have some weird thing going on. Either I'm working or I just go shitty or I miss like plans with people don't, and shit. Don't so, really do anything, right? Yeah, yeah. So this year I'm trying to go all out. We're we're planning on going to uh, Puerto Vallarta in Mexico, and Oof. I got the time off. My girlfriend got the time off. Now we're in that planning stage of you know finding the right plane tickets finding the right resort to go to i've never done a like all-inclusive so it's interesting yeah. to get into the weeds on that and like figure out what stuff includes if there's kids there and shit depending on what you want to do with your vacation yeah true right probably being young adults you don't want too many kids around yeah you know no. there could be a, a nuisance i hate to say it you know but i mean come on we're hoping to be around people our own age, possibly. You know, yeah. And with like maybe yeah. me, I was mentioning to you before, like jet skis. That'd be fun, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Things you expect in a nice uh, getaway location. Jet skis and drinking. That's the kind of vibe. That, what could uh, go wrong? That I'm what could go for. wrong? I ask you this. So that'll be a, that'll be a nice uh, relaxing vibe, I guess. Oh yeah, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna chill out and love it. Hopefully, the people are loving this as we get into this episode. American Slacker Podcast. And as always, I'm Matthew. And I'm Jesse. Here to uh, relax, kick back, and drink out of some coconuts, possibly. Ooh, that sounds nice. Why the fuck? I like it. Oh, and someone that we have to give a big thank you to. This just happened. This is like breaking slacker news. We do our Patreon supporter shoutouts right now. We got a brand fucking new one. Hell yeah, we do, and fucking, we're greatly appreciative of this. He's been on the show. He's a great friend of the show. He is our horror movie correspondent, Seth Anders. Thank you, sir. You're our newest Patreon slacker, and we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. Fucking awesome. Another giant thank you goes out to Dave Gunn, longtime Patreon slacker, and we appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Fucking definitely appreciate it. One going out to Kyle Nolan Bradford of the Crime Roulette Podcast. Make sure you guys check that out if you're into true crime, even if you're not. If you're into uh, some dark humor, those are the guys that you want to be listening to. Definitely. Thanks, boys. And one last big thank you to Aaron W., a two-time winner of our coffee gift card giveaway on our Instagram lives. He's a slick son of a gun. and uh, Knows his yeah. movies and his actors, that's for sure. He does. He does. Enjoy that coffee, and uh, thanks, Aaron. And check out the Yes and I Am podcast. That's the podcast that he runs. Sure to, sure to give you a laugh. So we also have a little giveaway to do via Twitter. We like to do a pod shout-out of the week. 
where we tally up the people who retweeted our pin post with our latest episode on Twitter. And Matt will pick a winner for who gets the shout out. So Matt, this time around we got 12. 12 retweets to pick from. Okay, we got 12. Choose a number I haven't chosen before. I'm gonna go with lucky number seven. Alright, we got a newbie here. This is the What is TWS podcast? And we okay. have we have the host at J.Flan and at R.Green. They're the White Pants Society, so that's what the TWS is. Okay. <laughs> at What is TWS podcast, our goal is to be unapologetically honest and equal opportunity assholes to all. Hey, they sound sound kind of like us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's at what is TWS podcast. Congrats, guys! Thanks for thanks for the retweet, and uh, be sure to keep doing it. You're getting that shout out on our next pin tweet. So, Matt, what do we got coming up in the, today's show? As always, we're gonna start out with bizarre news, and uh, which we're gonna talk about awesome things, including. How some how one man took a shit ton of uh, interesting toys from the uh, late '90s and made a cool instrument out of. I'm uh, pretty stoked to talk about this article, and we got a little audio for you guys. Music to my ears. Then we're gonna move into some music suggestions that we have for you, which we got some really cool fucking bands for you guys this time. Um, they're fucking awesome. So uh, stick around for that, and then we're gonna finish it off with just a little bit of a touch, a wheel of weird. Which, again, we're stacked. We got some good shit to talk about here. So hopefully it lands on uh, something that we're particularly hoping for. Yeah, we always love the Wheel of Weird. It's Slacker favorite. But starting off with our weird news, we always like to talk about a little bit of weed news. This time around, we're talking about Bernie Sanders, who's launching a marijuana petition. Oh, yeah. The Burmeister. This isn't the first time that Bernie has taken a foray into trying to be on the side of legal weed. In 2015, in amidst his bids for uh, president, he filed the first ever marijuana descheduling bill introduced okay. to the U.S. Senate. That didn't have any backers and it didn't really go anywhere. But now he's put out an online petition calling on federal lawmakers to treat drugs as a health issue instead of a crime issue. and says we should invest in programs that focus on treatment and prevention awesome for the people i like it definitely and he's saying you know we need to have it be a state's issue have uh them deal with marijuana like they do alcohol and more states you know are moving in the direction of decriminalization and we have to let them make those decisions without federal interference yeah i agree too he he's not the only one you know we've talked about cory booker um another name that keeps coming up is kirsten gillibrand out of new york and kamala harris and elizabeth warren a lot of the uh and that's an, another article i read recently they were talking about how 95 percent of the democrats are for um, medical marijuana and 75 percent of the democrats uh democratic voters are for legalizing marijuana so it's a, it's heavily uh, favored on the Democratic side of politics, and it seems to be that these uh, Democratic politicians are pushing to have the, have it federally looked at very differently from Bernie Sanders' petition here to Cory Booker's push to remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act with his, yeah. with his cannabis bills that he's having to have. The federal government, you know, completely deschedule it and even wipe out people's uh, criminal records. Which, yeah. Yes. 
I support 100%. Fuck yeah. And if you'd like to support Bernie Sanders in this push to help states maintain control of their marijuana without having federal involvement, which I would say goes across all political platforms. Because, you know, from states' rights yeah. to if you just want marijuana, there's there's a lot to be involved in this. We're going to be posting this up on our Facebook page on Monday, so you can read the article if you want. And within the article, there's actually a link to go sign that petition. Yeah, definitely check that out. Well, our next story, we're going to be talking about something that you missed, probably. Valentine's Day just passed. And uh, Valentine's Day cards, I mean, come on, we've all grown up in in typical scenarios you give away the valentine's day cards when you're a kid and then you find the right one and you give them the big valentine's day cards and all that you always got to favor like one person because that's your actual cr- little crush there in elementary school oh yeah there's always one that gets the special card a little extra candy some glitter card whatever it is you know little, yeah, oh, yeah extra candy tape inside <laughs> well i think everybody should be jealous that they didn't receive this type of card because apparently KFC was doing a promotion where they gave away scratch and sniff Valentine's Day cards and they uh, featured no you know they featured the kernel and the smell was the 11 herbs and spices Ah. that deliciousness I thought we were gonna go buttery baked biscuit no no unfortunately that would be really good too that'd be another one and then you could have a gravy one too yeah you had to (laughs) Gravy would be kind of weird. It's like, mm, that's salty. Gravy. Mm. Meaty. <laughs> so to get one of these four cards, you had to uh, order a uh, $10 chicken chair meal. So okay. you had to, you know, get a shit ton of chicken. They had these cool-ass cards, man. There weren't any extra? You had, you get them for free with the meal? Yeah, you had to get them with the meal. One with the meal. So you're not, you're not going to get a ton to give out to people. No shit. But you got one. And their quote was to show your honey and biscuits how much you care. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is more of a, a, a personal uh, Valentine's Day card from the Colonel to you. Well, no, you could give it to somebody, I believe, because uh, each each card said something like, um, one of them was like, you have the secret recipe to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Another one was, we're two peas in a chicken pot pie. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, um, I don't have the fourth one, but the third one was, you're the coal to my slaw. I hate coleslaw. <laughs> oh, I like coleslaw. I love it. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. It's got to be made like by somebody I know, though. The cool I don't like to fucking store-bought shit. Fuck that. That's interesting. So the scratch and sniff. It's a nice uh, scratch and sniff, man. Chicken it's fried awesome. kind of smell. Well, I guess it's just the I'm spices. Jealous. It's not really the the fried chicken smell <sighs> itself. I don't know, man. What are those eleven spices? Do they, the, those spices combined? It's really, just like, like it's very heavy on like, the paprika and just makes you sneeze. You're just like. Whew. <laughs> it's like a black pepper one. Yeah, just straight to the nose. I, w- I wonder if it's sort of like must, like a musty smell. Like so. I hope like not. A, Nobody older... wants to scratch and sniff musty. Well, spices are strong, you know, by themselves. You got eleven uh, of them mixed together. It's like whew. scratch and sniff ass. It smells like a basement, a box in the basement, like uh, filled with no, old. Nobody wants old shit. Find find maybe some Furbies in there. Ooh, you might find some Furbies in there. I had a Furby growing up, did you? Oh, yeah. Dude, I hated that fucking thing. Hated the little bastard. They're they're creepy looking, and uh, in our next article here, a musician has wired 44 of these Furbies together to make a Furby organ. Jesus Christ. Do you know how long it probably took to track down that many Furbies? Yeah, I wonder if he just, you know, acquired them throughout thrift stores or, like, you know, put a call out on Craigslist. Give me your Furby. Bring me your Furbies far and wide. 
Yeah, right? Just like, I need a shit ton of Furbies, people. Help me out. <laughs> Everyone's got one buried somewhere. So this man, Sam Battle, posted a video on his channel, Look Mum, No Computer. Okay. Where he has actually wired these Furbies to a working, uh, a working piano. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the ultimate synth board from the 90s. It's a it's a nightmare fueled uh, piano, with with Furbies adorning the entire top of it, and I think we have a sample of it ready. Oh, we most certainly do. Crazy right now. I think they're a bit excited to be on camera, so now it's time to play a song. I've just got to get out my Furby composer out of his backpack. <sighs> <laughs> the sounds of a thou- of He's tuning him, don't worry. Waiting, it gets cool. It gets cool. See? It sounds, I like the way... It sounds so weird. It's like it's a... It's really weird. It's like you said, it's like a synth. It's like a weird <laughs> synthesizer and, of Furbies. <laughs> And like you were saying, well, me and you were talking about this. Every time he releases a key, they say like a Furby phrase too, I think. Yeah. It's it hard can, to pick it up because he's picking onto another key, but you can like slowly like hear it like, here hear, and there. In between notes, you'll hear a wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's fucking crazy. So yeah, this this guy, check out his channel, Look Mum No Computer. I'm, I'm on YouTube and... I'm assuming you'll just go nuts like we did over this <laughs> over this Furby oh organ, which now yeah. just makes me think about what other toys. Could you hook up a couple of boppets to a drum set? Like, Ooh. how's this gonna work? Like, is this the future oh, of music? Man. Just old Ooh. toys recycled? Not a bad idea, man. Like, there's a ton of like old toys that make a ton of noise. It could get dangerous if you're popping around on a couple of boppets on a uh, on a drum set, though. Speaking of fucking danger, man, we're talking about an elk that leaped into a goddamn helicopter and brought it to the ground. Into? Yeah. Now we're talking. Okay. To give you some perspective, it, it was a helicopter that was. Uh, it, this is all occurring in Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, it was a helicopter that was trying to drop a net on top of this uh, elk, and then they were going to trank it to do uh, like one of those collars. You know, so they could do a tracking assessment and study the animal. Okay. Well, apparently they got to get pretty low, you know, to drop this net on the bull. But uh, they got 10 feet, never thinking that this animal could possibly reach them. And it jumped directly into the back rotary blade oh! of the fucking helicopter. Mangled. Unfortunately, the, the elk didn't survive. It died from the injuries it received. God, no. Yeah. But uh, the photos are crazy. You see this helicopter. Luckily, everybody survived. There was no major injuries. But the helicopter is sunk into, like, a marshland. Like, it's all fucked up. Like, they might be able to salvage it. Was anyone injured besides the deer who was clearly, like, eviscerated? No, 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 no. That's what I was saying. Is like, nobody was, ma- nobody was injured besides the elk. Um, luckily. <laughs> I, I guess luckily. Yeah, oh, yeah, elk, definitely. You know, luckily. But, like, but he was crazy enough to jump into that. He caused that shit. He caused it. So, yeah, you know, they were going to actually help preserve, you know, this elk and its species. But, unfortunately, they, they kind of chopped him up and made him into venison. 
some uh, venison sushi going on on the mountainside. Yeah, there. man. I never knew helicopters were used, but apparently they're frequently used for like monitoring different animal and wildlife in uh, Utah. Oh, okay. And I'm sure Colorado and all the other states around there. That are, makes sense. You, know, you could probably fly high enough, and maybe uh, even if if you had like a zoomed camera or something, you could probably get good shots of them. And, well, yeah, I thought they tranked them with a gun, dude. I never thought they'd fucking have to drop a net on them and then shoot them. It's probably hard as fuck to hit a, a moving target from a helicopter, though. Yeah, well, yeah, and those trank guns, they're only good for, like, you know, 50 to 100 feet and shit. They're not good. So, maybe that's a... You gotta jump down with the net. That's that's what they were doing wrong. You oh, gotta man, commando. <laughs> oh, fuck. Maybe you're right. That might be it, man. Fucking... It's a, it's, it's a problem. I don't know how to conquer. Well, you know who's got a really big problem with some animals? New Jersey. <laughs> Jersey's got a problem with animals. They got about 30,000 crows that are leaving droppings behind and waking up residents in the Trenton, New Jersey area. I was going to say, not I wasn't even imagining the droppings, but that sucks too. But just imagine all those... Like fucking 30,000 cars fucking waking you up. You're just like, shut the fuck up, crows. Oh my god, that'd be so terrifying. I, dude, I'd get a BB gun or some fucking firecrackers. Oh my god. Firecrackers, for sure. Which isn't far off from what the U.S. Agricultural Department is planning on doing in New Jersey. They're planning on using pyrotechnics, lasers, spotlights, and amplified recordings of crow distress calls and crow effigies to try and scare the bird away from trying. So I'm imagining they're putting like <laughs> ma makeshift crows on sticks and lighting them on fire. They're like, this is what's going to happen if you don't leave town. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Crows heads on sticks and shit. Just oh burning them in the street. They, they just need to get out there with like helicopters and nets and just net these fuckers and just like beat them to death with bats. Or, I don't know. Take care of the crow problem. Well, the pyrotechnics, you know? <laughs> yeah, some fireworks, some well-placed fireworks will definitely scare off a bunch of birds. A couple bottle rockets into the crowd. You can only scare too. them off for so long, man. They're going to come back. you got to deal with this problem. I'm saying crow death. Crow death. Crow. No, I'm just kidding. I love crows. It's tough to take take them all out at once, but uh, yeah. I don't know what kind of lasers they're using on these crows, but if it's some <sighs> sort of heat-based laser. <laughs> oh, man. Roasted crow? Oh, yeah. All, all it says is lasers, so we're say we can really assume anything. Imagine they're gonna have to pay somebody to go up there and get all these roasted crows on the ledges of these buildings and shit. Like, oh, man, that's no good. Squawking as they pop, that would at least smell good. Oh man, just roasted bird. I, I imagine smell, that's like a duck chicken. and chicken mixture. Yeah, you right. Know? So they're they're planning on driving these crows out. They have biologists working hard on this, trying to get uh, people some good nights rest. So they don't end up uh, going crazy because <laughs> it's fucking crows. Well, that's not the only driving we're talking about. The next story, we're talking about a man who decided he was going to take a car for a drive. But uh, the only problem was the car was not his that he found outside of a Walmart. It was a lady who decided to start her car while she was in line paying for her shit and wanted to come out to a warmed car. Ah, uh, that's how they get it. You leave it yeah, running. Yeah, man. So shitty. Now, the best part about the story that occurred in St. Cloud, Minnesota, is that the car thief actually had the balls to call the owner of the car two hours later after he put it in park, and the car would not come out of park. Uh, you gotta, you gotta jiggle it. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, right around when he was calling this owner, the, this is even a better part. 
he was on the phone with the owner, a um, police officer happened to be responding in the area to a suspicious vehicle in person call. And ah. uh, it turned out to be this uh, douchebag that stole the car. And luckily, you know, they nabbed him right in, right in place. But come on, you got the balls to call the owner of the car and ask them to turn the car back on while you after you stole it? Like, so call for help? Was it LoJack or something? They, like, turned the car off, like, OnStar? No, no, no. It was, I don't know what, it didn't give me what kind of car it was, but apparently this kind of car, when you put it in park, it locks. And if the car key is not in it, like, I don't know, something must have happened. There must have been an error. That's the only thing I can imagine where it let him go into drive in the first place because she was close enough. Oh, okay. But, um, so so it, this is one of those keyless entry situations. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, push button start type deal. Gotcha. You know, like it's probably it's definitely a high end car. Yeah, because you have to be, to be in like you that. have to be in range. So yeah, as soon as they stopped, shuts off, it's not yes. going back on. That's smart. That's yeah. really smart actually. I thought the yeah. keyless ones were stupid, but So you know he yeah, he stopped and put it in park and as soon as he put it in park it fucking jams up and uh that's where he was like, Fuck, I wanna keep riding. <laughs> but unfortunately hey, uh, dumb thief, how do you get this thing going again? I'm sure it did have some type of GPS tracking too, so he wasn't. Even if the cops weren't responding to some sketchy ass dude that was like stuck somewhere, busted. he was probably gonna get found out. You know? Fucking busted. We got we got more crime continuing into our next article here. You love the crime. There's nothing wrong with that. Men were arrested after police discovered a cocaine haul stashed in fake butts. <laughs> Fake butts, what, yeah, like, on people or like, well, sewed like in, fake butt implants. These were sewed into uh, to some swimming trunks, and it contained at least five thousand individual portions of cocaine. So this guy was wearing swim trunks, like with like cocaine implants, like yeah, sewed in it was supposed to look like you know. Clothes. Oh, I padded my butt a little bit, so I, it looks like I got a badonka dot going on. Oh my god, and hoping that like really? and be like, we're not gonna question you, man. The dog's getting its nose right up in there, fucking ugh. That dog sticking your ass has more than just shit in it. He's got bullshit. Guys what like, are you doing? The guy's like, I had tacos earlier. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe that's what he's going after. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, two men were arrested after two pounds of cocaine were found in the pair, pair of fake buttocks Damn. at Lib- Lisbon Airport. That's a good amount of fucking cocaine, man. Yeah, Damn. and they were going into Portugal where it, drugs are legal. You're allowed to take drugs. You're just not allowed to smuggle them in. So now they huh. trafficking the uh, may incur a sentence of twelve years, and it's not like that's enough to really like well, last a lot of people, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the standard it's five thousand individual portions of cocaine. So that's five thousand sales of however much cocaine was in each of them. Yeah, what's their class of an individual portion? I don't know. You know, like it, it, yeah, right. I feel like. They're just doing... I feel like that was their stash. Like these they are, were trying to get it in for them. <laughs> I have to say, these are some short fucking shorts, though. But they were under something else. He wasn't just wearing these shorts, like, swinging his ass around with loose butt cheeks. Because imagine... You know how swim trunks are. They're mad loose. Well, that, so those like, cocaine pads would just be flying around. Like, pop, pop, right. pop, pop. You, well, you, butt. you know how, like, you want to, like, maybe go swimming later, but, like, you're at an event where, like... You aren't like it's not feasible to just wear swim trunks, so you wear like yeah, the wear swimsuit under, under the pants, yep. and then yes. you have the drugs under the swimsuit. So yes. <laughs> that's I think that's the situation we had going on. I was just swimming, you know. I'm gonna go swimming right when I get there at my hotel. I'm gonna do cocaine right in the pool. I mean, <laughs> it's convenient if I just keep them right in my ass, like so. <laughs> so yeah, oh, they fuck. they busted this guy. This man's going to prison for 12 years for trafficking. 
Well, we're keeping up this theme of busted. And uh, this man, he takes a cake, I'm going to say. Because uh, the man we're talking about was a homeless man who apparently broke into a Van Nuys home in Los Angeles and used a family's computer to watch porn. Now, apparently what we have here is it was a business and it was connected to a, a home. And um, a lady had decided to go downstairs and uh, noticed the computer was on. And she was like, huh, what the fuck's going on? So she uh, she goes around and sees what's going on, gets a little closer, and notices there's a guy watching porn, just masturbating vigorously right there. And she screams. Oh. And uh, luckily, her son and husband were there, so they tackled this guy to the ground. I wouldn't and, have screamed. Uh, I would have just got a frying pan. Don't. Yeah. Oh, my God. You should have got You should have just knocked him out. Fucking. Preoccupied. No, there's a couple things about this that are really fucking weird to me. Is uh, First off, why the fuck did the computer not have a password on it? What, what kind of savages are you that you don't have a password on your computer to get in? If anyway? it's a desktop... Well, yeah, you should still have a password on it. I always have a password. I don't know. You know, like, fuck that. I always have a password. You never know who's going to sneak in and watch porn on your computer when you're not there. Yeah, you never know, man. You know, I don't want somebody jerking in front of my computer. Fuck that. He could have got bank but, account uh, numbers. It's secondary. He wasn't just on, like, fucking Pornhub or some shit. He brought a DVD with him. It was a DVD that he had that he was uh, on his person entertaining himself with. Yeah. Well, what y- the fuck? You never know what you're gonna have access to, so I guess if you know what you like, it's good to have it on you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Apparently, he travels. He's like, no, I don't want to use your internet connection. I'm just, you know, I get this I old scratched up DVD. <laughs> it's Debbie in a case, but Dallas. it's not the right case. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Just like the oh, it's in an Avatar like, case, but that's not Avatar. The front, oh, no. yeah, and the front, uh, like, picture on the DVDs all scratched up and fucked up. Uh, you, you can't so even tell what times. it is until you put it in. Yeah, you just see has Sharpie written on everywhere. it. Just it's has, a seventies porno. <sighs> just said, who put seventies porn on? Someone burned that. Someone took that Someone from the seventies, <laughs> burned it onto a DVD, and now someone's watching seventies porn on a new age format. Oh, you don't think there's a market for that? They don't like remarket and re- remaster these VHS for the 20th anniversary edition. <laughs> we didn't even go to DVD, VHS to Blu-ray. They changed all the dildos to lightsabers. Oh my god, dude, that would be awesome. They just went through and edited these pornos into different purposes. Fucking double dildo, lightsaber, fucking craziness. It's like, man. This didn't have a story before, but now this this shit is crazy. Now in Dolby Digital Surround Sound. <laughs> oh man, that's uh. So yeah, make sure uh, make sure you idea. get your get your porn on the right format, so you can make sure you break into people's houses. I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah. Uh, I guess like yeah, if you're if you're carrying around a VHS, it's not gonna work out well. How many people no. have VHS players besides Seth? Yeah, yeah, not many besides Seth, but we love you, Seth. Thank you. <laughs> Now we're on to something I would say even more funny than than new old p- porn on a new format. Oh yes, yeah. This uh, you could say this guy surfed his way right into our hearts. Oh god, he did. There's uh, if you've ever played with one of those like little Tony Hawk skater uh, RC things where you know you have a remote control to control it. This is a surfing version. It's like a little dude on a surfboard. Yeah. And it's always upright, so even if he lands upside down, it'll flop perfectly to where he's upright, so it's awesome. And he is schooling this surfer. There's a real-life surfer, yeah. and he's just doing laps around it. 
Yeah, like the guy's waiting there for the wake, and then the surfer's just like doing circles around him. Then the wake comes, and the surfer, the little toy surfer, just like rides it out with him. The guy gets a little, he's a hater. The actual surfer grabs him and tries to toss him. And you know what? He wipes out. The real surfer wipes out. The little surfer rides that wake out like a fucking boss. Oh my god, it's great. It is fantastic. It is just. Oh, I, that's what I've never. Ever, first off, I've never seen one of these where it's like an on the water RC like surfer. I've seen boats. I've I guess never this, seen this either. This could be a custom job. Yeah, very well could be. But he's got balance, man. He's riding out oh, of there. Fucking awesome. Tricking. And, uh, you know, fucking hats off to you, sir, whoever's behind the remote, because you are the troll of the month as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> tiny, tiny Surfer, as Matt said, you've surfed your way into our hearts, and that's going to be available God. on our Instagram, probably, and our Facebook, definitely, on Wednesday. Now we're getting into some music, but before we do that, we want you guys to hear a word from a fellow podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. Well, now it's time to talk about some music that we dig, and I'm going to start it off. The band I picked is called Houston Calls, and uh, they're a band that I really enjoyed, um, you know, right out of high school, like the years following high school, I really enjoyed them. They're a pop punk band out of uh, New Jersey, and uh, they formed in 2003, they were signed to Drive Through Records, they've, uh, they've had a bunch of different members over the years, um, they ended up... You know, the last lineup was uh, Tom Kegger, Oki Okamoto, and Josh Grigsby, which, funny enough, is uh, a guy who I actually met recently because he filled in for Just Surrender as their drummer and uh, at the Chance show that I just went to a couple months ago or a month ago or whatever. And uh, he's a really fucking cool guy. He actually follows our podcast. He could be listening right now. Hopefully he So is. shout out to you, man. Josh, if you're listening, thanks, man. Fucking, it was awesome to have your drumstick still. Want it signed. Especially <laughs> knowing that you were uh, part of another band that I fucking loved in my youth. But uh, Houston Calls, great fucking band. A melody of pop punk that I'm sure... You know, you haven't heard before if you're not familiar with them because it's very, very unique. I believe that you got me into this band as well, and I, I was a big fan of Houston Calls. Yeah, man, they're fucking awesome and uh, so unique. That's all I have to say about them. It's it's uh, it's one of my favorite bands. Now, the first song I picked out for you is such an influential song to me. And uh, to give you an idea, this is like kind of how I named my dog. Actually, my dog's name is Bonnie. And uh, it was partially because of this song. I, I love the melody in it. It's a good, good fucking poppy, upbeat song. And I like song. It's cool. that it tells a story. Like, Dude, it's within, such a good story. Within the song. It really, yeah, it, it tells a really good story. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. This is Bob and Bonnie from Houston Calls.
Bob and Bonnie from Houston Calls. And uh, again, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. So the melody's all over the place. The story is great, as Jesse had said. And uh, when you when you add a good melody and a good lyrical content, it just seals the deal for me. And uh, I've always appreciated that song. That was the song that hooked me on this band. I heard that, and I was like, dude, I like this band a lot. And um, so, yeah, as you can tell, they're wild with the synth. They have a lot of synth and piano and all that kind of different jazz incorporated into this pop punk sound and this next song that I chose is really wild with the synth I really like the upbeat feel to it it's got like um, you know a solo type melody of the synth like a four years strong type deal okay. like how they yep. used to have um, this is called a bottle of red by Houston Calls. And um, like I said, the synth melody is all over the place in it. It's a very fast uh, very fast paced drum beat. I really fucking love that song too. That's another one that really defines this band for me. If I was ever to suggest songs to somebody to check these guys out, it's these two right away. You know, Bob and Bonnie, A Bottle of Red, A Bottle of Spite are two perfect songs to fucking break down what these guys do. They're did. And unfortunately, if you guys like this music, you won't be able to catch them live unless they reunite. In June 2009, they uh, broke up, so they're no longer touring or making music. Hopefully, they'll get back together, though. That'd be cool. I mean, you ran into the guy filling in, so it sounds like there's, yeah. like some of the members are still involved in the music community. Yeah, we could only hope as fans they get back together. I hate when a band breaks up when they're really fucking good, and they broke up right after they released a few great records, too. So, Well, here's here's to pulling them to uh, putting out more stuff, hopefully. Maybe a reunion at some Hell point. Hell yeah. That'd be cool. Now, the band that I uh, encountered goes by two different names. Goes by I Hate Kate and Darling Thieves. And the only reason I include their old name, I Hate Kate, is just because that's what I found them under on Spotify. They have two accounts. They're putting out music under, like, both of them. I guess just the old stuff under I Hate Kate. But if you want to listen to their newer stuff, it's Darling Thieves. And they've toured under both names. uh, They've headlined for a number of different bands. Or, well, they've um, opened for a number of different bands, and they've headlined themselves. I Hate Kate was originally founded in November of uh, 2004 by Justin Moriello, who was a former member of Zebrahead, which was a very influential Orange County uh, punk type of band. But I Hate Kate started putting out uh, tracks in 2004. It was a side project that Justin finally kind of threw himself into and decided, I'm going to, you know, make this a a full-blown band. And they toured with social, played with bands like Social Distortion, Chevelle, Hot Hot Heat, 
The Bravery, My Living End, My Chemical Romance, Unwritten Law, Secondhand Serenade. They got some action and went throughout the US, Canada, and Japan. And the first song that I'm going to play under their old name, I Hate Kate, it's called Always Better. And it's a really catchy song. This is the one that I heard originally on my like suggestions from Spotify that made me actually want to like get into them and like learn a little bit more about the band. So this is always it's always better by I Hate Kate. Now the darling. I feel weird saying that. How like a band go by two names? I guess from here on out, I'm calling them the Darling Thieves because yeah, this is we're now carrying over. I'm bringing you on a, a timeline and adventure. Um, yes, of this band. So now we are they're the Darling Thieves, and they have changed their names. And now they've done tours, opening their own, headlining their own shows with the Smashing Pumpkins, Chevelle, OK Go, and Berlin, Flowbots, and Hollywood Undead. Fucking bunch of great bands, damn. So under both names, they they've done a lot. It's it's oh, really yeah. surprising. I, I'm really yeah. surprised that it's taken me until now to to hear from them. They they've been on hiatus since um, 2012, but they did put something out. They put out on March 16, 2016. They debuted a new single called "Get It," uh, their first release since the extended play EP, and they released it on our local radio station. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I love that song, man. That song is so catchy. That first one was so. It was it's always too better. catchy. Oh my god! It fucking grabbed me and pulled me in. So I need to learn more about these guys. And the next song that I'm gonna suggest is like when they were under not I hate Kate, but Darling Thieves. And this song is called Would You. That was Would You by Darling Thieves. 
And it's definitely a different sound than uh, what they had going on during their I Hate Kate era. Yeah, yeah. It definitely is a lot more edgier rock. It's not as punky, and it kind of reminds me of, like, a cross of, like... Hmm, yeah. I had a perfect thing for it. Like, minus the bear and, like, Chemical Brothers or something. It's, like, weird. Yeah. I don't know if the Chemical Brothers... That doesn't sound like the right right band for it. Yeah. I feel like there's like yeah, it's like a little bit of Samson in there. There's a couple things there. It's it's definitely a it's great like a, sound. I like it's it. It's like a jambalaya they got going on of sound. Yeah, I like it. I I like what they're doing. Their their older stuff hooked me in, but it's interesting to see how they've kind of grown and changed as they've changed their names as well. And I might even go back even further and start listening to a little bit of Zebrahead, the original band that the lead singer came from. Yeah, see, I haven't heard anything from them. I gotta check them out too. <laughs> yeah, you can go deep down those musical yeah. holes, jump oh in band to band. Yeah, dude, you really can. Different members, whatnot. So at least we gave you two new ones to check out if you hadn't heard of them before. Check out Darling Thieves, or I Hate Kate, uh, and Houston Calls. Two fucking awesome ass bands, and uh, check them out on the American Slacker Podcast playlist on Spotify. What's up, guys? This is the Brothers Binge with your host, Pedro and Alex. As he sneezed, he shot back into a bag. <laughs> Clear waist. Oh, my God. We are a weekly podcast bringing you all things movies, TV, comics, and more. Dusty Matt Damon? Yes. yes. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yes, we get it. You were an extra. You got paid money. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brothers Binge. And he just breaks the table and half it just starts throwing it at him. <laughs> and remember, always binge responsibly. That's really fucking weird. Alrighty, it's that time again where we pick a person, place, and thing from the Wiki Unusual and uh, we put the spinner to the test. We got a lot of good choices today. I'm pretty excited about this. It's spinning as we speak right now, and uh, I got one I'm hoping it lands on. Probably won't. Never lands on the one I wanted to. There's always a favorite. I got this against this segment. Never picks the one. So what odd thing have we landed on from the Wheel of Weird? Place. We have landed on place. All right. And the place we're talking about this time is Brennenderberg. And the Brennenderberg is a natural monument located deep within a narrow gorge between Dudweiler and Slulzbach Lundweiler in Saarland, Germany. <laughs> I probably butchered the fuck out of those. Should I just, like, yeah. buzzer myself, like, a shit yeah. ton of times throughout that whole thing? Let's get a specialist in on this, and then you can buzzer yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smoldering coal steam fire that ignited in 1688 and continues to burn till this day. That's crazy. So it's like a coal mine that caught on fire and has been burning for 350 years almost? Decent. Yeah, it's a, that's a long time for a fire to keep going. So the exact cause of the fire is unknown today, but it was probably a case of spontaneous combustion caused by pressure and decomposition as a result of unplanned coal mining. Damn. According to tradition, a shepherd lit a fire at a tree stump which propagated down through the roots to the coal seam. An unsuccessful attempt was made to fight the fire with water, and it does not burn with an open flame, but instead just glows. Okay. Decent Damn, amount of tourism crazy. revolving around it, too, it looks like. 
Yeah, see, that's crazy. I can imagine people traveling to see this. This fire's been going for fucking three and a half lifetimes, you know? And, I mean, what's it say about your, like, no no insults to Saarland in Germany, but, like, if, if the most interesting thing you got going on is, like, an underground fire. <laughs> like, yeah. build an amusement park. Damn. Yeah, get something else out there, around there, to draw people in besides the burning fire of... 1688. <laughs> this isn't the only one on Earth either. There's uh, there's a couple more. Uh, the one I know like pretty well is Centralia, Pennsylvania. It's like an yeah. abandoned coal fire town. <laughs> yeah. Now that one's been what? That's been burning for what? Like the, since the 60s or something, right? Um, I'm actually I'm pulling it up right now, and uh, yeah, since 1962. Okay, and yeah. for, I, I've heard that like Silent Hill is somewhat based off of that, or that maybe yeah, maybe it's right. maybe it's just that it looks very Silent Hillish because it's like all that smoke just sort of hanging in the air, and uh, the the burning smell and stuff. There's also Burning Mountain in uh, New South Wales, Australia, and another one, the uh, Smoking Hills in Canada, next huh. to the Arctic Ocean. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of natural burning fires that just keep going on and on and on. <laughs> the world is a very interesting and weird place, as we always seem to find out on the weir- Wheel of Weird. Fuck yeah, man. It's full of weird shit. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're trying to go over all the weird shit. <laughs> Bringing it all straight to you, the slackers. And uh, we can't help but thank all of you slackers for tuning in on this episode, which we are about to wrap up. And uh, let me just start by saying, hey, please stop by the Facebook page, check it out, give us a like, and also uh, take part of the American Slackers group. Which you know, still you can talk to other Slackers. Yeah, still crashes phone. I don't get it. I don't understand I have why that. No I mean, idea why. Somebody answer that question for us. We don't understand. He's working on an iPhone. <laughs> um, and uh, take part in the American Slackers group where you can talk to fucking all the other Slackers. It's craziness. We love it. We're talking to. We put in memes all the time. Have uh, meme battles and all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. I love it. Mad King's there, making sure shit does uh, what he wants. You know. Yep. Holding it down. Uh, <laughs> Also stop by the Instagram where you can check out the promos for each and every show among other awesome ass photos. And last but not least, check out the website aspodcast.com or americanslackerpodcast.com, the main hub. You can see what we're up to and it'll link you to every social media we're on. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. That's Amer Slacker Podcast. We're also putting all of our episodes up on YouTube. They're all available to you along with our bonus episodes. And we ask you to rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars or nothing. That's what we ask for. We've only got one four so far. We don't want any more of that shit. No more of that shit. We're cutting the line. Please also tell a friend about the show and tell them to rate and review us as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you want to uh, get out of send us an email. Maybe you want to work with us. You want to tell us how awesome we are whatever it is send us an email American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to stop by the Spotify search American Slacker Podcast you'll find a playlist with all the artists we feature on the show including Houston Calls and I Hate Kate slash The Darling Thieves some artists that have been on the show just a bunch of great fucking music a couple hours minimum There's, uh, I think there we're at three almost maybe over three now but uh, check it out. American Slacker Podcast on Spotify. You'll find our playlist. It's dope. You 
You can also become a Patreon sponsor of the show, like uh, one of our newest ones, uh, Seth Anders, who we also call the Mad King, and we highly appreciate this, the uh, support. There's rewards on there, like the awesome shout-outs that we're giving away, and some bonus audio on there that is only accessible to you, the Patreon Slackers. You can also visit our shop over at AmericanSlackerPodcast.BigCartel.com. Get yourself a morning slacker mug. Get yourself a simple slacker shirt. We've got a couple things up on there. And you can rep the show with pride, just like Matt's doing with his awesome custom shirt. Ooh, I am. I, am. <laughs> I had to get one made up. Yeah, live people know. Tune into that live story on Insta and you'll know the secrets about us. The little behind the scenes. Don't forget to check us out on the personal shit. You can find me on Instagram at MWG Media and on Snapchat and Xbox Live at Matty G from HP. And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Xbox at Landers the Plane. Alrighty, people. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And um, whether you're on the live stream, you're on you know, the podcast player, whatever service you use. However, we thank you so much for actually coming along on this journey with us, this show that we've created for over a year and a half, and uh, we love every one of you. Until next time, it's that... Why, you're in...